Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 26th of September. Here's everything that you need to know. First up, the government has pushed back strongly against a Moody's Investor Service report that questions the reliability of the Aadhaar program because of the hot, humid climate in India. The Investor Service has also stated, by the way, that the program harbors privacy concerns. The government, for its part, in response to the report, has issued a statement yesterday saying that Moody's opinions are baseless. In a point-by-point rebuttal, the government said that the report does not cite either primary or secondary data or research. Specifically, in response to the hot, humid conditions point, the government said that the, uh, the report ignores that biometric submission is also possible through contactless means like face and iris authentication. Now, moving on, the National Stock Exchange has sought approval from the Securities and Exchange Board of India to hold evening trading sessions in the equity derivatives segment. The reason behind the stock exchange's plan is to help price in major events that occur globally after regular trading hours in India. The NSE is considering currently only index-based futures and options for trading in extended hours, which will not impact the interoperability of other exchanges, according to an official who spoke to BQ Prime. Now, news in the banking space, the Reserve Bank of India has imposed a monetary penalty of 1.3 crore rupees on State Bank of India for non-compliance related to guidelines on loans and advances and the management of intra-group transactions and exposures. According to the Reserve Bank of India, the bank sanctioned a term loan to a corporation without undertaking due diligence on the viability and bankability of the projects. The bank also failed to adhere to intra-group exposure limits in this case. It did not take into account the intraday limit that was sanctioned to its group entity for computing this intra-group exposure limit. You'll find more details in that story on the website bqprime.com. Now, Larson and Tubro's 10,000 crore buyback was oversubscribed on the last day of uh, the buyback, which was led by qualified institutional buyers. The construction company announced the purchase, remember, of 3.13 crore shares that uh, amount to about 2.22% of the total equity on the 25th of July. Now, that buyback as of yesterday has been subscribed for a total of 15.6 crore shares. In other news, a minor fire at the factory of Taiwanese component manufacturer Pegatron India near Chennai led to a temporary halt in production, but there were no casualties. The Taiwanese company supplies parts to Apple. Now, this is according to a PTI report, and the initial investigation suggested or revealed that a short circuit was the reason for the fire. In international news, the crisis at China's Evergrande Group deepened yesterday after the company's mainland unit said it failed to repay an onshore bond. And with that, the company is running out of time to get what would be one of the nation's biggest ever restructurings back on track after setbacks in recent days have raised the risk of a potential liquidation. The company has scrapped key creditor meetings at the last minute, saying that it must revisit its restructuring plan. It has also faced the detention of money management unit staff and been unable to meet the regulator qualifications to issue fresh bonds.
Now turning to international markets, US stocks ended positive, though with shadow gains, and the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have opened with cuts. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Lots of chop and churn in evidence yesterday. What are you focusing on at the start today? Good morning, Alex. Um, chop and churn, yes, but I thought uh, the flat ending and from a technical perspective, reclaiming that 50-day moving average in the second half was probably a marginal positive. Uh, remember, the bank Nifty actually did pretty okay for itself. It was, I think, IT which played the party pooper in trade yesterday, uh, being a top loser as an index. But the broader end of the spectrum was okay, and I think that's where the retail crowd will be happy about. You know, real estate, sugar, I mean, a bunch of sectors uh, did pretty well in trade yesterday. So that is maybe, just maybe, a good sign. But, yep, uh, yields have continued to march higher. The 10-year yield is now at 16-year highs of 456 and that's telling something, um, you know, the dollar strength, uh, the yield strength, all of that looking okay. Uh, so uh, that is a bit of a drag, but somehow uh, while the market is not ripe for a sharp pullback, but I think it's very difficult to advocate leverage, large leverage shots on the index for day traders. We are kind of in the fear zone now by virtue of all that's happening. And typically the risk reward is not skewed in favor of a short trade. So let's wait and watch if that uh, does get executed. I would reckon it may not, unless you're an expert trader and you obviously know the chal of the market a lot better. Now, having said that, a clutch of uh, maybe not very large stocks. I mean, yesterday, the news flow was dominated by, say, a Bajaj Finance, HDFC Bank, uh, Tata Steel, and a clutch of others. Today, not so much, but a lot of mid-caps in focus. So, all-time transformers, as per media reports, promoters are planning to sell up to 12 lakh shares via block deal, which is over a 10% stake, which is at a floor price, a 7% discount to the current market price. So, maybe that stock reacts a bit negatively today. Let's wait and watch. If it gets absorbed very well, then may may react positively too. But there's a 7% discount to the current market price. I would, I would reckon will start off lower. Um, Century Textiles, uh, the unit has launched a residential project in Bangalore and the comp- Bengaluru and the company believes that they'll see about 3,000 crores of revenues from this new project. Maybe, just maybe, uh, the stock may react to this piece of news. InSwift Labs has approved a merger of InSwift with itself. 100 shares of InSwift Labs for 655 held in InSwift after merger. This, uh, as per my math, was skewed heavily in favor of InSwift Labs and against the shareholders of InSwift per se. So either of two things will happen. Actually, both will happen. InSwift Labs will react positively, I reckon, and InSwift will react negatively. So be mindful of that. Strides Pharma board has approved the demerger of the CDMO and soft gelatin business into Stellis. Demerger will be completed by April 1st. Shareholders will get one share of Stellis for two shares held in company. Watch out for this one. GI Infra Projects has a negative news. The bids for two projects worth 3,600 crores, one by the company, have been annulled. So maybe a negative reaction. And amongst other things, Tata Steel has been raised to investment grade by Moody's. And very interestingly, Canada's Ontario will buy 20% stake in Mahindra Teco for 35 crores. So that continues, which is an interesting thing. Net-net, um, stock-specific action continues, broader market still in focus. 
large caps, short, don't know, certainly no case built for a very bullish uptick, especially at a point of time when oil and yields and interest rates are all higher. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And with that, that brings us to the end of this edition of the All You Need to Know podcast. Do check out the website over the course of the day for all the latest in markets as well as business. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. Have a great day.